This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Here we go. A new week. It means a new podcast. Why the hell not? Down the shore, it's gorgeous, and that's where we find out. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's been a lot of talk today about this whole DNA thing and 23andMe and that sort of thing. So I was looking at uh, some of my other features that had, that had come up. Uh, and you, by the way, everybody listening to this, you'll hear more about this coming up on the warm-up show in just a few minutes. Yeah, we did this on the warm-up show. So I came out as uh, 99.4% European. And then, so I was able to look at, uh, to see what that means exactly, Jerry. Yeah. So it's uh, United Kingdom and Ireland, Germany. Uh, then the Czech Republic, Poland, Ukraine, Hungary, and Slovakia. Does it give you your downline? What does that mean? Like, does it allow you to trace, so your parents, and then their parents' parents, and yeah. then their parents, so you can see who they are? Uh, you can only, no, you can't see who they are unless people fill in the gaps for you. So, okay. like, my mother did this, and then she filled in the gaps for those people who are no longer alive, that she, as much as she knows as to, like, that her mother came from here and her mother came from here. You could fill it in that way. Okay. But otherwise, I guess they're just going back. I don't even know how they do all but this I guess, nonsense. I guess not even so much the names. Does it say like, you know, person one is from Yugoslavia. Person two was from no. Germany. No, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't do it that way. All right. Then. I can tell you that there are certain things that come up where I'm a 0% even, uh, not even a slither. And one of those is Italy. Okay. Wide. Zero. Looking at you, I'm not surprised. That's fine. Spain and Portugal, zero. Okay. Here's one that came up as 0.9%, so not even a 1%. Ashkenazi Jewish. Cool. I don't know what that means. Me neither. But it looked interesting. It only 0.9. So uh, I guess, you know, the more people in your family that do this, the more of a complete picture you can get. Although, as we took uh, the caller today, you can also find out things perhaps you, you're not interested in finding out. Correct. Which is, which is that you have a child somewhere or your mother or father has another child somewhere that you were unaware of. Yeah, sure. Like, what if I popped up that uh, I have a child, Jerry? It's possible. Would I want to see the child? Probably, because I'd like to see a grown-up, ver- you know, like 
is the kid like me? Now, I would guess you'd be the type that would stalk them out to see if it was somewhat yeah. approachable. Right. And if they weren't up to your standards, well, we'd just right. move on. Yeah, like if the kid, like if I saw I had like a 20-year-old son and he was a criminal, I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't know who that this is. <laughs> I don't know where he came from. I'm gone. Right. This is why I didn't have children. I didn't <laughs> want any criminals. So does this allow, so that's interesting. Yeah. So does a service like this, let's say I grew up in a foster home. All right. Could I learn who my parents yes. are if that was the case? Yeah. That, By that, name? That, you can if they're in the it, if they're in the system if they're in the system, which means they did a DNA test or they were arrested. Uh, this one is only if they did the DNA test. This okay. doesn't. Uh, I I do not believe you. Can, I don't think you can um, look at the criminal DNA database. Got it. All right. I think only for people who've done it. And also, you have to like I could have done this and not allowed myself to be found. Oh, okay. I like that. So you can do it without, but. Um, yeah, but if if somebody wants to be found, they they can put it in there. So it's interesting. It also sends gives you other very strange things, like it'll tell you like you can do look at different physical features and and based on your DNA, are you likely to have this? So for example, something very stupid like back hair. It says I have a seventy six percent chance based on genetics to not have very much back hair. Okay, but here was a weird one, which where they're wrong. Bald spot. Fifty-five percent chance. That's better than half that I do not have a bald spot, as opposed to a bald head. <laughs> oh my god! So I broke that one. Jerry. I would say so. Yes. But all weird things like da- whether you're likely to have dandruff. Okay. Whether you're likely to have red hair. What do you mean, whether likely? You have it or you don't have it at this point. Well, based on my genetics, I've only had a six. Per- I only had a six percent chance to have red hair, and you didn't. And I didn't. Right. Unibrow. Nine percent chance that I have a big, thick unibrow. Okay. So these are the sorts of things you can unlock, Jerry. Then they have another section. Does which it tell I you like a, what your chance of having a large unit are? No. Yeah, that one hasn't come up yet. Hmm. But it has like, uh, are you afraid of heights? You know, likely to be afraid of heights. And know what another weird one was? So it's like personality was? traits almost. Yeah, some personality traits. There was another strange one. It was, listen to this. This is legitimately, this came up on the report. You can check to see if you are more likely to be able to smell asparagus in your urine. That's a report. Okay. I mean. I, listen. There's another section that's another hundred twenty dollars i believe for what now it tells you your likely your predisposition to health things see that one i've told you i find that interesting yeah i'm intrigued by it too i haven't done it i just don't want you don't want to become a hypochondriac though either yeah but like gina did it on hers and what she found helpful about it was that she started taking vitamins based on things right that she's more likely to like she had like I think some sort of eye some degenerative eye thing. Right. Which I guess is quite common. But if she starts taking the vitamins now, she might can, be able to combat she, that. Or delay it at least yeah. uh, a little more. So that part is interesting. I may wind up doing it. Just because curiosity you're bored. and I'm bored. Yes. Curiosity will get the best of me. I hear you. Unfortunately. By the way, we went down to uh, Lacey, Forked River Friday. Like I oh, told yeah, you. Forked River you were going to go down you to. You know, we didn't hit, 
I, I'm not going to say any traffic. That's not true. We hit a little bit. By but Tom's a, River. But a gorgeous, no, uh, Brick, a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous Friday in the summer, 78, 80 degrees, whatever it was. It was like nothing. We got held up for maybe four or five minutes right around exit 91. And that was it. Is Forked River before Seaside Heights? Uh, it's after. We went to exit 74. So you have to, you pass Seaside Heights. Yeah. And you're still going. Okay. Yeah. We're exit 74. I could not believe how quick we got down there. How about that? Did yeah. You, did you, were there fans of the radio show in Forked River? No. Too for far a down, 15 year old right? baseball game? No, I, just I mean, people reached out on Twitter actually saying, Are you playing here? I was like, Wow, oh. yeah, I am. So they did know about and it. And it was a great park. But yeah, no, no, it was. Um, I was just surprised. I told you I was going down the shore on a Friday. It was not bad. I mm. expected a lot worse. Does your son have any home runs that he hit over the fence? Uh, he hit a grand slam in eighth grade last year. Over a fence? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, over a fence. That was such a rare thing when I was in little league. Mm-hmm. Like I think maybe like three home runs were hit all all season. I think. Until they get to be 11 or 12, it's pretty rare. Yeah. Now, it's still rare, but kids do it. I mean, like, I think my little guy can do it now. And he's yeah. 10. I, but I think he's got a chance. Now, I have another kid on my team, excuse me, that I know can do it. Hasn't yet, but hasn't practiced. And then we had, when we, we played with a fence up until we were 12. And then then 13-year-olds played in their own league. And we did not, we were in one of those giant fields or if you hit a ball in the gap it was going for an yeah so that's parker. that's like our home field that i hate all the other ones we've played on have fences matter yeah, of fact like a fence last week in our double header we lost nine four and then we lost nine three i forget we lost a double header though last week and the other team one kid hit a home run in the first game another kid hit a home run in the second game and i mean just clobbered the ball <laughs> both of them into a gap or over a fence no over the fence hmm. that was down in, that was in wall yeah, that's impressive when a, when a yeah. little leaker can hit a ball over the fence. They're not little leaguers, though. These are 15 and 16-year-olds now. Yeah, I and, guess, yeah. And with the way the cutoffs go, some of the 16-year-olds are turning 17 now and driving themselves to the Yeah, that, that shouldn't be. You should not be able to drive yourself to a little no. league game. They got It's not little league. They're men, Jerry. <laughs> yes, it is. I had half the kids on my team tell me they want to play until they're 18. I'm like, well, I got to coach you guys until you're 18 now? I thought I was done with you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they like it. You know what? We're not very good, but they enjoy it. It's something to do. It gets them out. In uh, sp- other sports news that I didn't get to on the warm-up show, Jerry, I see that DirecTV is finally... Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, DirecTV is finally going to sell streaming NFL Sunday ticket subscriptions to non-DirecTV subscribers. So this must mean their exclusivity with DirecTV is up. Oh. That's awesome. I wonder why they never did that before. They weren't allowed because of their contract with DirecTV. It prohibited it. Oh, so now they're now, but DirecTV is the one selling it. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's how you get it. That's great. I, I don't care who's selling it. That's awesome. Do you think people still want that, or we're still we're still now into um, Red Zone Channel that we don't want to watch? I think people are games. still into it because you still have people like myself that are te- that are fans of different teams. You want both if you can have both. I a hundred percent need both. Like you would want to. Like I know you work for the Cowboys now during their games, but. Prior to that, you would have watched the Dallas Cowboy game on a on a Sunday. Every Sunday. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Like Bobby Dwyer, who we work with, he's a Bengal fan. He's yes. still 
he has red zone, I think, on one TV, and then he puts the Bengals on the other one. Yeah, I, it's yeah, it's a must-have. It makes the day so much fun. Yeah, and to be able to watch, you know, instead of you know, if I remember going back to the mid '90s before I started working here, the only way if the Cowboys weren't on TV and they were on nationally a lot and they were on in New York a lot, but there were plenty of weeks where they weren't. I used to listen to Ed Coleman and the NFL in action. Just to get some updates. Couldn't wait for cowboy updates. Yes, yeah. I swear to God. Like, I would literally sit there by, we used to have in the kitchen, where we used to live in, in Old Bridge, we had one of those under-the-counter radios. And I would sit on the counter and listen to Ed Coleman and the NFL in action on late Sunday afternoons. And my dad like, what are you doing? I'm like, I need, I need the cowboy update. It's just amazing. It's not that long ago on how things have changed so radically. I don't remember, though. I'm sure they did it. But I don't remember, like, in the 1980s watching... NFL football and them flashing scores of other games. I they feel didn't. Like, like that didn't... started with Fox, I believe. When Fox got the football deal in the early '90s, I think I believe they were the first ones to do it. Like you had to wait till halftime. Yeah, you had no did, idea when they told you the scores of the other games. Which is why the NFL in action was awesome when it was on. That was there was nothing the like it. Yeah, it was great. Well, had football's come a long way. Well, technology is absurd. Now it's like you need a score. You can you can watch a little football moving across your phone screen. Right. And you know where the ball is, who's got it, are they driving, what's the score? It's really right. live updates as soon as somebody scores, there's a quick clip on your phone. But to even your but, but to even your point that we've talked about many times prior, forget scores and all that. We used to have to wait till Monday night football to get highlights or or for the <laughs> NFL the uh the HBO show inside, inside the, the NFL. NFL. Yes. There, right, there was, was really pretty, that was it. Five days later, you'd get the highlights. yeah, and you couldn't wait. So right. Monday they would show highlights at Monday Night Football at halftime, but they were it was like one highlight per game. Right. Inside the NFL gave you a game package. Yes. It's really it's amazing how and, different it is. And then when uh, uh, Chris Berman and Tom Jackson many years ago started pri- NFL prime time. Night, yes. That was awesome. That was. Because that was a, that would start like right at 7, I think, right after the games. And then when the NFL Network started their Sunday night highlight show, which they gave you even more highlights, and then they gave you more post-game stuff because they had nowhere to go. They'd stay there all night. That was when Matthew was born, and I took sun- I had Sunday nights with him when he was a baby, and I loved it because I would feed him at whatever time, 10 o'clock, so I'd watch the end of the Sunday night game. And then I'd lay there and watch all the post-game highlights and, and locker room stuff until like 2 a.m. Do they still do the best wrap-ups of all of the – like on a, on a Sunday night? I like NFL Network. They, you think they give you the best? I think they give you the most detailed Yeah, because it's more than just the game highlights. They give you a lot of locker room stuff. Yeah. So that's my favorite. I love if you just Google like – if you just put in like Cowboys, Giants – It'll bring up the highlights from that on YouTube games. on YouTube, and they're not. I mean, it's like an eleven minute, twelve minute package. Well, because they, nice. a lot of times they give you every snap. Yeah, and football is really that quick when you take out all the stoppages. Yeah, and all the walking back to the huddle. The only so. thing, like you said, though, that you miss, like you miss the, some of the game situations. Yes, that the announcers are describing to you. There is nothing like watching a game live. It's just not because you miss things. Otherwise, it's hard to do. And listen, we've had this conversation so many times. It's why I've never wanted to do, uh, never wanted to be a talk show host full time because I think to do it the right way, you have to watch everything. I don't have the time to watch everything. And you can't fake your way through it in a lot of cases. You just can't. Either watch the games or you don't. And I think the audience knows. 
unless you do a one-hour warm-up show, then you can and not talk about the games. Oh, right. there was a guy that called um, Pete McCarthy was on overnight, and a guy called him was very complimentary to the warm-up show. Oh, found you funny, but he's he's ticked off that we don't take any calls. <laughs> I feel you know, like jumping in, be like, dude, we're on for an hour. It doesn't even cross my mind because we don't struggle to get through the hour. It would. I liked it in the when we did the five hours that. Oh, morning, for sure. The sprinkle in the calls. absolutely. I've always said that's the great formula. You have a segment every hour for calls, and it's beautiful. Yeah. You take a couple here, a couple there. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Jerry, let's get to that warm-up show that you just brought up. We did an hour this morning. Okay. Where we talked a lot of fun stuff, both sports and we broke down DNA science. You think pret is open? I'm hungry. I do. I'm going to go walk across now and get myself a sandwich. Get yourself a chicken mozzarella sandwich. I like it. Of course, I'm not 0% Italian, so I'm probably saying that incorrectly. Yeah, just start saying mozzarella, please. Now, Jerry, is that a European cafe? Because <laughs> my, my descendants and I would like to go there. Have a great day. All right, we'll see you uh, later. Warm up next. See ya! Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a time. Now we start a new week. I'm in New York City, Al Dukes, down the Jersey Shore. It was a nice weekend, although Sunday kind of sucked, but Saturday was spectacular. Al Dukes, how you be? Good morning, Jerry. So you're in the studio today, and Boomer's in the studio, and well, Eddie's in the studio, and no one's allowed in the same room. Though. That's that not correct? true. I will be in the other studio, and Boomer will be in this studio, and Eddie will be in the control room. That's what I'm saying. You're in three different studios. Correct. Yes. All right. So make it work. What's the benefit of that? Is uh, uh, I can edit here. Okay, so you have better equipment in the studio than you do in your home I, studio. I have gotten to a point where it was fine when there was nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, now with game after, there's too much happening. It's just, too much it's stuff. Just difficult. Yeah, it's just not easy. Jerry, there's almost too much sports. Um, there's not too maybe. <laughs> there's a there's a lot. There going might on be. Now. There's almost too much sports now. <laughs> there's Jerry. a lot, and you know what's cool about I think it? We have to cancel some. Here's what's neat and what's not neat. On one hand, I love it that you got so the the basketball starts today at one thirty. You got hockey games that are going all day as well. It's really cool that on a Tuesday or a Monday or a Thursday you can watch whatever you not whatever you want, but there's options in the middle of the day where otherwise maybe you get a random day baseball game. Well, right. now we've got a whole bunch of different things going on. Here's the problem. Some days, because life gets in the way, you look up at the clock, six o'clock, and you say, "Wow, I missed like four games today." Yeah, because you living forget life. That, right. So it's neat on one hand; it's kind of a pain in the ass on the other. But that's the life we're living in. Remember, in November, there's gonna be nothing. Sports wise, well, you have the NFL. Just the baby. NFL. That's right. Yeah, but that's you'll all have we need. Days of nothing. Right. I think the NFL, I think they're gonna play every day once uh, every college day. football's canceled. They're not gonna play every day. Hmm. But I do think you're right that they'll probably play Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. It's a lot Thursday. of days. That's it's a lot of days, days, Jerry. And maybe I even read maybe even Friday. Jerry, you're looking at if you could see me. I'm looking live. The official. I was officially voted in on my condo board. I can't see you. Yeah. So I'm just. Uh, I'm the young guy on the board. By the way. Would you move into an old age home? Fifty. Well. You know, older people like to live by the by the by the water by the shore. So I'm already I've already started, uh, Jerry. I want signs up. I want recycling figured out. All this stuff, and uh, I did get an email from some of the other board members that, that wants you that, out already. Well, they said, "What if, what if we try a softer approach? 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Like, a who, softer approach. They must be like, who the hell is this guy? Right. He just moved in yesterday. Yeah. We had a Zoom meeting on Saturday, Jerry. I went right at it. Come on. Wow. Let's do this and this and this. Now, will you post the, uh, the letter that, that votes you out next week? <laughs> uh, if I get voted out, I will post a letter. <laughs> Fortunately for me, no one else is interested on being on the board. I'm so sure I, they're not. I'm in. Well, actually, what might happen is they all might quit. <laughs> I might be the only. Oh, that would be a dream, Jerry. I could run this entire board. Yes, until you. Well, never mind. I do need the financial guy. I had no idea what he was talking about. He's talking about, uh, you know, how the, how these condo boards put money aside for improvements down the road. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about, but it sounds like a great idea. That I'd never be able to figure out. Right. Well, it's a good thing you're not a financial guy. You don't have to worry about it. That and over the weekend, Jerry, I got back my, I did one of those DNA test kits to oh, see. Oh, you did? Was to it see, uh, my 21 and you or something? Uh, 23 and me is That's the one it. I did. There's nice. others. There's Ancestry.com has them, but I did the 23 and me. I'm going to guess. I could be wrong. All right. I'm going to say you have ancestors from Saskatchewan. I don't know where that is. I am uh, I am European, Jerry. 100% European. Okay. From where? All over Mongolia. Europe. All over. Whatever is considered Europe, that's no, me. That's not but, Europe. But here's something interesting that they do there also. They let you know, you know, we all have some sort of Neanderthal DNA from the caveman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you get that that fast? <laughs> we all have that. Some people have more than others. Right. And as part of the report, they tell you where you stand amongst the other people. All right, so let me guess. Caveman DNA. Because you're a very mild-mannered person until something ticks you off and then you become a lunatic. Right. I'm going to say you have 70% more Neanderthal than most. <laughs> I have Jerry. I am more Neanderthal <laughs> than ninety-two percent of the 92. people. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I am almost all cavemen. <laughs> Is that why you posted about going out and like getting some animal to eat for dinner? Yeah, I hunted my own buffalo. <laughs> what's, what's funny is. If the world was really coming to an end and we had to go back to those days, yeah. you'd be dead in 24 hours. No way. I got Neanderthal DNA running through the. You can't. That's not right. something you could teach somebody, Jerry. Well, it's just in your blood. Then go to a hunting camp and let's find out. Like, go spend a week in the woods. I'm sure there's like programs where they'll teach you how to hunt and then cook your food. Right. Who, my instincts would probably just take over and I would be. Spearing buffalo, skinning them, wearing their wearing their fur yeah, as yeah. coats. I'd love to, I would love to see that. Starting fires. It does explain, I think, why I hunch over when I eat my dinner at night. Like I hunch over the food like I'm trying to protect it like a caveman. <laughs> so you've really learned a lot about yourself yeah. this weekend. All yes. Right. So you're mostly Neanderthal. I'm a, bo I'm a board member of a condo board. I Do they know that they just hired a Neanderthal <laughs> no. to run their place? They don't because I got I was I was elected on Saturday morning, Saturday <laughs> sat, Saturday afternoon. <laughs> my Neanderthal. That's the laugh of a, That's the laugh of a Neanderthal, Jerry. So if you need me to do anything like uh <laughs> I don't knock know, I'm down. Just, I'm just enjoying your laugh tracks right now. <laughs> knock down trees. Um, uh, get you some dinner tonight with the Sugar. use of a club. <laughs> You're sweet. <laughs> we do have a groundhog in the backyard again. Could you cut hump? Oh, hump, wow. Could hump you? it? No, I'll come kill it for you, though, because I, I am. I can't make it. I would love to be able to come up there.
<laughs> that's the voice of a Neanderthal. All right, yeah. If you could do that, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll just grab it uh, with my bare hands. That's it, and squeeze it to death and get rid yeah. <laughs> And then eat it, and then make a shoe out of its uh, fur. Yeah, you wouldn't know how to start that. That's not true. That is true. So I'm European Neanderthal. So I'm sick of everyone saying they're Italian. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I'm where Italian. are you I'm from? Like, did I'm it, European Neanderthal. Did it so. give you, though, like a majority of where no, your ancestors it was, it was, are from? Well, they gave me the percentages, and it really was all over Europe. Okay. I'm just European. Jerry. What was the most? Even if it was 14%. Northern European. Okay. I don't have the specific cities. I mean, they're in the thing, but I, 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 there were so many. There were so many, Jerry. I'm just, I'm just a full-blooded European. You're a full-blooded European. I'm I surprised. Think I, I think you're an American. I'm surprised I don't speak with a European accent. That's how European I am. Well, maybe you could start morphing into that. Just Give me talking. like a French accent. Oh, wee wee. Wee wee wee. Jerry, I was so confused yesterday. Oh. I see. Uh, over the weekend, I see A Rod and J Lo bought a forty million dollar mansion. Yeah, in, in Miami. Florida, yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I w- I went. Mm, they're out on the Mets because they're buying a mansion instead. Why are they out? I don't know. It just seems like that money should go towards a man. Towards they the have Mets. a lot of money. They have investors as well. Rapoli and what's his name? I forget and, the other guy's name. And now I see they're the number one well, leading on group to purchase All the right. Mets. Let's relax with. If you read the article. It's like it's some fakakta story that basically it says is. according to like owner sources. Like, well, what does that mean? Owner Mul- sources? No, Jerry. Come multiple on. MLB execs told Bob Nightingale, who we all trust. He's a I USA do. He's, Today he's guy. He's a good reporter. Like I agree with that. Yes, and we like him. I do agree. He's very good. But you're not. You're calling fake news I on this? I don't know because how intimate do they have the details Ooh, of the intimate. conversations? I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you told me that he spoke to the Wilpons, okay. Yeah. That, you know, like, if the story said the Wilpons are leaning towards the A-Rod and J-Lo deal, great. That, to me, makes sense. But talk, I don't know. I, until it's done, I, to these these are just stories to me that really don't mean much. That's true. The Steve Cohen deal we thought was done. It, we right. were announcing it was done, and it was not done. Correct. And then, at the same time, if Cohen wants that badly— to own the Mets himself, and I do think there's a case that he does. If you told me that he found out that the Wilpons were about to accept the Rodriguez and Lopez deal of $2 billion, per se, and then he walked in last minute and said, listen, I'll give you 2.6, which deal do you think the Wilpons are taking? 2.6. Of course they are. Now, being approved by MLB owners, that's a different story. Who knows? But point is, until it's done and the bids are in, whatever. To me, it doesn't mean much. Like, how do we know even what? So the final bids are due August thirty first. We got two weeks still. How do right. we even know what the bids are? I don't know. This Bob Nightingale seems to know. Yeah. He's talking to multiple MLB if, executives. Okay, but I again, what do they know? It's one thing for an executive from the Tampa Bay Rays to be like, you know what? I think it's going to be A Rod and J Lo. Great, good for you. All right, he could be talking. What are to the people- offers? More Neanderthal than me, who have well, no idea. What's I don't going know about on. that. You're 92. percent I'm 90. I have more. I am more Neanderthal than 92 percent of all people. How about that? I would have never guessed that. You would have guessed of anyone on the staff who would be the most Neanderthal. Uh, you or Boomer? <laughs> what? Why me or Bo- Boomer? I could understand you He's because you male. you because you have a very short fuse and you snap, even Ooh. though people don't realize it. Right. Uh, and Boomer because he's a giant. Right. He's larger. You could see him yeah. clubbing a buffalo for dinner. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I could totally see Boomer living off the land. You, hmm. I can't, but I could see you killing people in, in a fit of rage. Right. If you had to back Road in the rage. day as a Neanderthal. Right. If I had to fight somebody for a dinosaur. Bone. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And I would say Eddie is probably on the other end of the spectrum. If you're 92%. More so. He's probably like, eh, maybe 10% more. You think he's really fueling Neanderthal, even though he likes to hike and loves dogs. I do, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that he's got that in him. Could you see Eddie killing an animal and skinning no. it and eating? No, I couldn't either. Eddie would rather grow grass and smoke weed. <laughs> no, he. everyone thinks Eddie smokes weed. He doesn't smoke weed. I he hasn't retired yet. No, I can't. Hyper, right. Hyper paranoia. Okay, but you'd he's, love to. I'm just I, I would, but right. it, it, it's really... <laughs> so that goes to the mindset. Your mindset is craziness. Eddie's is, chill out, dude. We're good. Eddie's got his mask on. You could hear it. Yes, that oh, stupid well. dolphin mask. <laughs> yeah, well, because Emmanuel's here with me. Yes. So we're following Who's protocol. Emmanuel? He, is, uh, he was filling in for Fleegs. Oh. And uh, so he's going to be, because Boomer's here, I have to record the minutes with him. So oh, he's going to be uh, taking care of you guys while is I that do right? that. So Emmanuel. why don't we do that? Emmanuel's not going to screw anything up. He's done this before. So we're going to take a break. Emmanuel jumps in in a few minutes. Eddie leaves. And then me and Al back in a few. It's the warm-up show till 6 on the fan. This is the new normal. All right, 522, the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo. then. It is Jerry and the Cave Dweller, apparently. I'm an ape man. As we, you, you're an ape man. Yes, I like you. You play your own music now. Uh, how come you could talk over this music and you couldn't do it the other day? Because I have to shut it off. I could talk over it. The problem is uh, I have to shut it off manually, and it feels um, unprofessional. All right, I got it. You could I like to it fade it out, but I told Emmanuel, I said, listen, I'm going to handle this. I want to play Ape Man by the Kinks because I am an ape man. I don't know if you realize well, we know now. I mean, now we I'm know. I'm mostly Ape Man. I thought so that song I, was Lola at first when we were coming back. Uh, well, same group. So I guess they had a particular sound that, the that kinks, you could identify. The Kinks, Jerry. Yeah. You know what I about, remember about Lola? Remember Family Ties? Family Ties with Michael Keaton, yeah. And Michael J. Fox. Uh, Michael J. Not, Fox, not Michael you're right. Keaton. Michael, Michael Keaton J. was Fox. the uh, Michael Keaton was uh, Mr. Mom. Yes. Right. I was thinking when Michael you said J. Michael Fox. Keaton, I was thinking of Stephen Gross. Is that his name? That was the dad. Yeah, Stephen I Gross. I think that was his name. Yep, hundred percent. Remember when the when uh, Mallory had the boyfriend Ned or Nick or whatever his name was <laughs> Nick, I think, and he was singing Lola. Remember that? I don't recall that. Okay. All right then. <laughs> I recall uh, Nick, and I recall Stephen Gross. Yes, and, and Meredith re- Baxter Bernie. <laughs> yep. I actually was I actually was there for a rehearsal of that show. Really? In 1980, ah, maybe 84, I guess. We got me and my parents and my brother and my sister, we were in California for one of our annual trips to see our family. And uh, we were in L.A. and we got, I don't know how, someone we knew knew a security guard at Paramount. And they gave us a private tour. And mm-hmm. while we were there, they were rehearsing family ties. And they let us in. And we, were, we probably stayed for like an hour. It was actually really cool. Sat in the front row all by ourselves. We were we were the studio audience as they were going over lines and stuff. It was very cool. Did you get to meet Justine Bateman? The she sister? was there. We didn't really no, they did not come over and say hello. Oh. <laughs> but it was it was cool that would they let us in to at least watch. Please meet the Recos. You must say hello to the Recos. They did not do that. Jerry, I've got a, a bunch of baseball notes here. It seemed a lot went on over the weekend. Yeah, a lot happened uh, this weekend, yes. The the Mets got swept. Oh. The Terrible Yankees weekend. swept Boston, but then there's uh, injuries and people coming back. 
DJ LeMayhew went yeah. to the IL. Aaron Judge to the IL. Didn't Aaron want Judge to, to the IL. To. Yeah, that's 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 he's that's the little PR he wants to he wanted to go. But believe me, Jerry. no, no, he no, he didn't. He's looking for any chance to rest. <laughs> no, this but this was the conversation we were having on on Thursday and Friday. That I kept bringing up to Giannotti, like if this is thirty or forty years ago and guys aren't making a gazillion amounts of money, or you don't have a guy who you expect to hit fifty home runs a year for the next ten years, like Aaron Judge. Would they have just run him right back out there? And I think they would have. This is different. And now it's like, oh, well, he's a little fragile. Let's get him out. As opposed to play through the pain. He wanted to play. The Yankees said, no, I get it. I understand. So because of the injuries, Miguel Andujar is back. Right. Uh, Clint Frazier is back. Well, he was back. And doing yeah. well. He was back at the end of last week. Yep. Araldis Chapman will return he's today. coming back. That's right. I see everybody's still wearing those gaiters for their masks, even though. Correct. We've gotten studies that say they're actually one worse. study from duke right but we basing a lot of things on one study uh <laughs> these days that's true. but like that's just uh, like everyone's looking at clint frazier like look how good he is he's even wearing a mask while he's playing yeah but he's wearing a mask that makes it worse according to a study that might make it worse yes right that's very possible i don't understand Right. I, I don't understand. I don't get it either, but that's what we've heard. But we're just like, that's the weird thing about this coronavirus. We get some scientific information that we completely change all behavior because of, and others we just ignore. Where Correct. it's like the gator uh, mask doesn't work, uh, but we like the gator mask, so we'll just ignore all of that. And we've study. bought them. And we've bought them already, right. and they're cool, and some people are really into them. This is the sense I get, Al. Yeah. We made a lot of adjustments. And now it's like, it's enough. We're good. It's enough. We're, we're <laughs> right. May we're not, not be the right take, but I think right. that's true. We're not listening to it anymore. It's like, eh, what else do we have to do? We're and good. What, and what happened to DeGrom Friday night? I was all settled in. I was going to flip back and forth between Garrett Cole and Jacob DeGrom, and then he had a stiffy neck or something. Yeah, and not only that, they're not even sure he's going to pitch Wednesday now. What? So he's got to go out and throw, from what I read, he's got to have a side session today. If he doesn't, then he likely doesn't pitch on Wednesday. And it's just, I, listen, I mean, that a stiff neck, you, I know you can't throw with it. How long do they last for, though? And how do you get a stiff neck you if you're Jacob DeGrom? Well, you've gotten them before. You wake up bad. Yeah, I'm or, 50. Or, well, I, you never got a I'm stiff a man. neck as a kid. I no, used to only as 50. No, that's not true. I don't buy that. That's true. I don't Good buy point, that. Jerry. That's fair. And not only that, sometimes you just move the wrong way and you twitch your neck. I yeah, can see what happened. But to last long enough to miss another start, that yeah. stinks. Honestly, that stinks. That's all of our all of our stars of baseball are falling, Jerry, here in New York. Um, DeGrom, we, Judge, no, Luis Guillorme is still fine. <laughs> I do like Lee, Luis Guillorme, yeah. He's a good player. The Mets have good players. They're just not a good team right now. Jerry, would you say one of those good players is Steven Matz? What was that, Al? <laughs> would you say one of those good think. players? No. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Robinson Cano looked pretty good coming back. Pretty yes, good. And Robinson Cano, before he got hurt, was hitting the hell out of the ball. He comes right back. He's hitting the hell out of the ball. That's great. Now, can they win some games? The one Friday night, like if you're Wilson Ramos, you you want to tell me you're not a great defensive catcher? No problem. I understand. You can't block the plate, though. You get a great throw from Conforto on right field. All you have to do, if you watch JT Realmuto yesterday, when... I forget who it was. I think it was Jimenez. He's coming around third. He had no chance to score because Real Muto blocked the plate beautifully, and Jimenez had to slide his leg through his legs. 
Friday night, you get the the comeback and you get the the throw from right field. He's out, oh my God, by three feet. And Ramos, like a little leaguer, basically just reaches over to try and tag him. The foot gets in. I mean, come on. Oh, terrible. That was come awful. on, that man. That was awful. Really bad. By the way, tone for the whole weekend. And I am absolutely loving the fake fans that Fox puts in for when, like, you see a home run. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I like the cardboard cutouts. I love the cardboard cutouts. I love the fake fans. I am all about it. You like fake baseball. <laughs> I love, right. <laughs> you like, like the yesterday, the Blue Jays and Rays played another, they played a seven inning. I think they had a completed game. So then they scheduled a seven inning game. Now they played eight because it was tied. You like a seven inning baseball game. Love it. You like the didn't the Mets have that slogan years ago? We believe in like six inning games or something. Seven inning games, or eight yeah. Inning games. You should have been. You should have had that campaign. What if we did three inning triple headers? <laughs> <laughs> get three game. Get a whole series out of the way in one day. <laughs> Stupid. That'd be awesome. You know what? I would have said seven inning double headers wouldn't be possible years ago. Maybe. Maybe we get there. Did you even see uh, during one of the broadcasts with the fake fans, not the cardboard fans, but the CGI fans? In judges' chambers, they were holding up "get well" signs. Nice. I mean, that is that is cool. It's clever. It is clever. It is clever. Doesn't mean the the guys on the field have any idea it's happening. No. At least if you're watching it, yeah, it does look like a real baseball game. I feel like some and and the stadium in Philadelphia, they've got a ton of cardboard fans. Yeah, they do. Like well, more than I've seen. City Field has started to ramp up the car, the cutouts as well. Yeah. Um, but you're right. They had them all over. And I'll tell you another thing about watching the games this weekend at Citizens Bank Park. Those air horns out in the crowd, you know, out yeah. on the street where you can look in, tremendous. You see, it's a no. I find it annoying. It is. But here's what it. Here's why I like it. Anytime the Phillies did something well, they blew the air horn. It gave you a sense of humans in the building. <laughs> there are humans here. Yeah, like, I don't know. There was at least a feeling that people were watching the game as opposed to what it is. I kind of thought it was neat. And I did see, I think it was in Philly, where uh, someone hit a home run out to left field and hit a cardboard baby right in the face. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> that just seemed strange I didn't see that me. one. That was this weekend? Yeah. I did not see that one. But it's very, uh, very sturdy cardboard. Like, it hit a home run ball, hit a cardboard baby face, and... It didn't even bend the cardboard. I think what we need to do going forward, if we don't allow fans in, and by the way, it looks like the NFL, most of these teams are going to let 20% in. So that's It does not look bad. that way. Yeah. It does look that way. If that's the way we're going with baseball and we're not going to let anybody in, we need to make these cutouts aluminum so that when you hit it, <laughs> <"Dush!" laughs> Oh, you hit a baby right in the face in the left field. <laughs> that would be cool. Not hitting the baby in the face, but hitting right. the aluminum cutout. Aluminum baby. Yeah, give us some atmosphere. I like it. Uh, and baseball fans have been treated to uh, lots of f bombs on TV now. Well, because I think we guys are cursing this. a lot. Yes, because we're not getting to hear everything. I mean, we're getting to hear everything. We're not hearing the regular crowd noise. So you we're know getting... what's funny about that is we're hearing a lot of it in baseball. We're not really, I mean, some, but we're not hearing it as much in basketball as I thought we would. And I think that's because they actually have a lot going on in the arena. Believe it or not. But you're right, and you're starting to see more arguments, which is kind of cool and neat. Yeah. And so it's good. It's, you know what? Just beware. Viewer beware. And then what do you think of this, Jerry? Is this something or nothing? Oh, this new, is the new segment. The something I think or we've, nothing. I think we've tried this once before. Something or nothing. Is this something or nothing, Jerry? Uh, Garrett Cole earned his 20th straight regular season win. I think it's something because of how good he is. Yeah. Like, I think if you That's were talking about a pitcher 
that had an ERA of four over that time, but was winning games because his offense was outstanding. Um, I would say, okay. In this case, he is so, and watching him now, it's only been a handful of starts, but watching him on an every fifth day basis now, as opposed to seeing him when he was in Houston or wherever he was, um, watching him now, like he's, dude, he is tremendous. So I am impressed by it. Everybody goes for that. Uh, I know I'm going to say the pitch wrong, but whatever that, whatever that pitch there, where it's like it's coming in and goes drops the splitter. Splitter. Well, they all fall. I wouldn't fall for it, Jerry. I'd be like, sure you would. I'd be like, I know I'm going up here. And I'm going to get the splitter. Have you ever thought what a real major league slider or splitter looks like? Uh, no, because I can't see when I go to a batting cage. A real major league fastball, I can't see. It. Okay, so now let's take so Degrom, for instance, can top out at 100 miles an hour with the fastball. And he can throw the slider at 91-92. Could you imagine, A, trying to face 100 miles an hour, B, then thinking a 100-mile-an-hour fastball is coming in and then it basically just slides away from you? Yeah, I don't know how these – like, do batters mostly guess pitches? Is that how they get hits? Some hitters – there are some hitters that that you read a lot of biographies that were complete guess hitters. So, oh, two, they're up there. I'm waiting for the curveball. And if a guy throws a fastball, you're not moving right. because you're waiting for the curveball. In some cases, guys will go up swinging first pitch because the data will show the pitcher that they're facing throws a first pitch fastball 92% of the time. So, there are certain, like Tony Gwynn was a guy that kept a book on every pitcher and he had stats on every pitcher. He was one of the smartest hitters that we've ever seen. Um, and so I don't know that he was guessing as much as it might have been educated guessing, if that makes sense. Now, whose job is it to tell the the guys going up to bat, right? Let's say uh, I'm going up to bat against Garrett Cole. Who's supposed to remind me that this guy's going to throw me splitters? Is there a batting? Is well, there a coach who's going to say, like, hey, by the way. coaches. They yeah. do get scouting reports. If they look at their scouting What, is that report, my responsibility? No, you're handed a scouting report. Right, but what I'm saying, like, we forget a lot of things right before they happen. Oh, as come I'm, on, dude, you're a professional. As I'm, as, no, I'm just up. asking, as I'm putting the donut on my bat to get some swings in, does someone I go, would say by the you, way, listen, look for the splitter? I'm not talking about relief pitchers, but if you're telling, because who, know, who knows what then? If you're telling me that you go to the on-deck circle yeah. against the starting <laughs> pitcher, yes. and you are clueless as to what that pitcher throws, <laughs> get out. <laughs> No, no, I'm not clueless, but I, I but want to be told. Like it. No, no, I just want to be reminded. Remember, he's a. Uh, hey, Skip, he's gonna does this get... guy throw fastballs? <laughs> what am I looking for up here? <laughs> yes. Come on. I, I, can the third base coach give me a signal like, remember, this guy is the splitters? No. It's on <laughs> you at this point to be a professional. Come on. <sighs> How about this? Pay attention to what you're watching. There's so many pitchers, though. And a lot of pitches. That's exactly right. I'd be we so got... confused. Quick break. When we come back, Al's going to sort out the whole pitcher memory type thing, if a Neanderthal can. Uh, and then we'll get you Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour right here on The Fan. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, well, of course, we had the announcement earlier, 542 on The Fan. We take it to 6 o'clock of uh, the new name of the show. It's not the warm-up show anymore. It's the uh, Numb Nuts and the Neanderthal show. Uh, I'm the numb nut, and he's the Neanderthal, as we learned. Uh, he's Al Dukes, and, and I'm I'm numb nuts because um, Al did his 23 and me over the weekend, and found out he's got 92 percent of that in his system. His yes, so that's how we started the show, and that's how we'll kind of end the show for the next 15 minutes or so until we get you to Boomer and Geo.
out. Uh, Bill Sohar on uh, Twitter says, if you're really Northern Neanderthal, Northern European Neanderthal, there's a pretty decent chance you and Boomer are related. Oh, you boy. should get him a kit. That would be cool. Could you imagine if you were like his long lost cousin? That's kind of that I mean, awesome. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And then maybe the funniest response I've ever gotten on Twitter. Billy Camarera says, producing the morning show on WFAN. So easy a caveman can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is tremendous. That very is very well clever. And, by, and Maria on Twitter, since we're doing that, it's yeah. Michael Gross, not Stephen Gross from Family uh, Ties. The father on Family Ties. Yes. You went All with right. Michael Keaton, where I was right. trying to get to Michael J. Fox, and I was trying to get to Michael Gross and went with Stephen Gross. You know how I got confused? His character was Alex P. Keaton. That's right. Uh, on Family Ties. Well, how did you get confused? Was, because I said Michael Keaton, oh, I see. Michael Got J. It. Fox, Alex P. Keaton. Right. You mixed the two. I see the New York Jets have signed wide receiver Chris, Chris Hogan. Hogan. Chris Hogan. He's a he played at Monmouth University, Jerry, here in New Jersey, yeah. not far from where I live. A a dominant football program. It is a good know. football program. It is? Yeah, it is. How come I never see them in a bowl game? Well, because it's not that level of football. No. Oh. But it's like Division Three or something. No, it's like Division One Double A. Was it? What do they call it again? I forget what they call it. But it's, oh, it's one good. Fo- it's good football. It really is. Monmouth University. Yeah, good football. That's remember Miles Austin went. All right. From the Cowboys. Looks like they're very prolific with their wide receivers. Now Chris Hogan will be a Jet. Now I was reading. This is his fourth AFC East team. It's interesting to me how that makes the rounds as like a storyline. Well, okay. I guess they're not threatened by him uh, <laughs> going to play for the competition. I oh I guess the guy. I like the job. It's good. It's a good move. I like him, Jerry. Good. So you Do, can bet the Jets every week to win. Well, you like I'm, Chris Hogan. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to bet them the win of the, with this Sam Darnold, Chris Hogan. Uh, What's the over under on connections, Darnold to Hogan? Fifty. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what a good number would be. Well, a good number is a hundred and you know what Michael Thomas do last year? One hundred and twenty catches, one hundred and twenty five catches. Wow. So how about for an average wide receiver? Let's set the over under at fifty. All right. I'm going to take the under on that one. You take the under? Yeah, I don't know why. So Hogan not going to have much of an impact. <laughs> not going to be a Hogan hero. Got it. Listen, brother. <laughs> Jets wide receivers running wild. I will say, having seen – so we were talking last week about buzz, no buzz with the NFL because yeah. it just doesn't – with no preseason games, it doesn't feel like much. What is neat, and I saw even Kim Jones was tweeting a lot of pictures last week, Brian Costello, all these guys are now out and about um, – all of a sudden, the feeling is starting to shift for me a little bit because we're seeing more so than just the coverage in the articles. We're seeing the reporters start tweeting out a lot of video and photos. And while it still seems a little odd that there's no preseason games and maybe those first few real games will feel like that, it is starting to feel like they're going to play. And I know the positivity rates have been good in the NFL over the last week or so. So maybe, maybe there's going to be a football season. You are feeling buzz. I'm starting to feel a little bit more of a buzz, I would say, because there was none for me last week. There was no buzz last week. Now you're feeling the the rumblings of a potential buzz. Yeah, like I'm starting to feel like the season will start. Now, I don't know where it goes after that, but I am starting to believe that football will be played in September. Wow. Okay, I like it, Jerry. I love the positivity. Jimmy Butler, he plays NBA basketball. He does. Legitimately not sure what team he is on. Like that's not <laughs> even a joke. You couldn't even give me uh, one team he played for. Oh, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Continue, Al. No. Well, I guess uh, coffee. He's on the Heat. He was on the Bulls. The Heat. He was. Well, he's on the Sixers for a brief time. Bring the Heat. 
Well, evidently, it's very hard to get a good cup of coffee in the the NBA bubble, which right. I don't quite understand. It's at Disney. I'm sure they make a fine cup of I coffee. Would, and if not, buy a damn Keurig machine. Right. But he has a French press in his room, and he's charging his fellow NBA players $20 a cup. They can, afford, they can they afford it. That's what he says. That's they right. could afford it. Yeah. Uh, he calls his coffee shop uh, Big Face Coffee. Is that his nickname, Big Face? I don't know. Must be. But he's using his French press. He what is takes, I don't know what that is, a French press. That's uh, where, where you uh, – it's, it's a type of coffee maker where you – where you push down, yeah. Where you, you put in the water, you push down. It's it's a whole process. Okay, it's a it's a bolder cup of coffee, a French press coffee. Okay, but he's uh, selling twenty dollars a cup, cash only. Cash, cash. Give, Give me, me cash. cash and no IOUs. None of this. I'll hit, hit you up later with the right. twenty. You got the cash or no coffee? And he's considering bumping it to thirty dollars a cup because he feels like listen, these guys could afford it. I guess if you're making, you know, $18 million a year, yeah. you can afford a $20 cup of coffee. Right, because we'll buy like a $4 cup of coffee, and we're not making $18 million a year. This is slightly only less. Five t- slightly less. Right, slightly less than $18 million. <laughs> so a actually, it's a great comparison. So if you think about our $4 cup of coffee, well, not about $4, but two fifty, I would say. two fifty. So he's charging like eight times the amount yes. that we would pay, and they're making – a lot more than eight times what we make. Yes. I mean, LeBron James makes what? 37, 40 million. What does he make? $40 million a year? I would charge $1 million for a cup of coffee. $1 million. This well, cup of I coffee is out of business. It's so good. It's worth, you only need one customer, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Just it's like selling expensive real estate. You Sell need one house. Right. You need one guy who's really desperate for a cup. <laughs> Boy, if I had a million dollars, I'd give you a million dollars for this cup of coffee. I actually had an interesting weekend where I did not drink any coffee yesterday. Oh. And Saturday morning, I made a cup of coffee, but maybe had two or three sips of it, and that was it. And did you not get a withdrawal headache? No, I, that never happens to me. No. Oh, I get that. doesn't phase me in the least, actually. Matter of fact, yesterday, because believe it or not, we played baseball yesterday in that wonderful weather. Um, I got out, I got up and out and the idea, I really thought I was going to the field to see that it was a mess and I was going to call and I was going to cancel. But when I got there, the field was actually, there was no water on it. I'm like, I guess we're going to try and play. So I never went back home. So it was probably like four o'clock yesterday afternoon. I was in my house. I'm like, wow, I've never had a cup of coffee today. How about that? If I don't, when I wake up a little bit later on the weekend, I wake up with a headache because I haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah, no, I, I, I do not have those issues. I'm addicted, Jerry. They they got me hooked. What would it take to weed you off it? Probably a $20 cup of coffee. Like, mm. <laughs> Just give me some Advil and I'll get through this real quick. <laughs> yeah. Let me teach my body. Now, your Dallas Cowboys, Jerry, I read, they're beating the heat of training camp by eating ice pops. Now, I, now what, I saw this on the show sheet. What does this mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What does it mean? It what means mean, the Cowboys. The it's very hot where they're in training camp. Yeah, ice water helps, too. They're eating ice pops. Listen, I'm proud of this team so far. They're staying in their hotel bubble, and I don't think they've had any glitches with a guy trying to sneak a girl and dressing her up like a cowboy. Yeah. Because that could be problematic. What if you dressed her up like an ice pop? You'd be able to sneak her right through. Because that's <laughs> I what they're. Could. I wonder, do you think they're eating those cheapo ice pops that you get? Those in the are supermarket? good. The icy ones? Those are <laughs> the, good. No, those the ones are tremendous. Different colors. They're just liquid colors. And yeah. then you put them in your freezer. In the little plastic wrap. And then you yeah. cut the top off. And yes. then what happens is you get the juice at the bottom. Yeah. You start sucking the juice yes, out. Yeah. Sucking yeah, the juice. I have those home. I love oh, those. Oh, man. That says there's nothing that says summer like one of those plasticky, junky, cheapo. 
ice things. Well, is that a name brand or is it just like? It is a name brand, and I forget what the name of it is. Icy. I, it might be. I said that. I'm not sure if that's exactly what it and is. And they're cheap, right? You get like ten packs for ten dollars. Yeah, they're they're awesome. I also think going to Carvel signifies summer too. Ooh. Because I don't. We don't do that in the winter, but like once or twice in the summer, Carvel. It's one of the various signs of summer. Jerry. It is, or or the uh, the Italian ice truck that comes through the neighborhood. Because let's be honest, he's not driving around in January. No, he's not going to get very many uh, very many people. Right. These are called uh, flavor ice. Flavored ice. Flavor ice. Giant popsicles. There and they're awesome. Pop ice. Yeah, I like those. All various uh, brands. Now, do you have those in your? 4,000 square foot condo? <laughs> it is not 4,000. Uh, I do not. But I should. Because you should. It does, it, you know how I get excited on Fridays? I go, oh, it's summer Friday. How many summer Fridays do you have left in your life? You might yes. die. You might never have summer again. Why am I not eating an ice pop every no Friday? Idea. I don't. You should go your two slivers of Kit Kat, ice right. pop. Ice pop. And I feel like a Dallas Cowboy. I'd be like, you know who else is having an ice pop right now? Dak Prescott. <laughs> Zeke Elliott. That's right. I Jerry believe, Jones. Mm-hmm. I believe that. You think Jerry Jones having a nice pop? Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure about that yeah, one. Yeah, he wants to feel like one of the players. He's having a nice pop. By the way, I saw his video, his press conference Friday. He's got to be in his late 70s. He has to be. Yeah. Maybe even in his early 80s. I thought he maybe had worked on, I don't know. He looked tremendous on Friday. Jerry Jones is 77 years old. 77. Okay. He looked younger. We got to yeah. take a break. One final break. When men, we get get back, their, men get their eyelids done. It makes them look younger. Have you? No, but I, 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 I've kind You're of thinking like I, about it. No, no, I see guys with their eyelids done. All right, we take a break. Younger. Boomer and Geo coming up at six o'clock. We have a couple more minutes on the other side, but first, a radio.com sports minute. Amy Lawrence talking about the NFL, coronavirus, and things right now going well. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. We've got a couple more minutes. Red Sox losing again to the Yankees last night. Yankees a machine even with the injuries. The Mets lost in Philadelphia. Nets play today, and the Islanders won Sunday play again tomorrow. Go for the sweep. What else, Al? Jerry, a cool story, which I just heard Amy Lawrence do the Sports Minute on. We saw a video of Alex Smith yeah. who got cleared for to play back in the NFL, which seems Amazing. crazy. He almost lost after. his leg. Almost lost his leg, and I saw the video of his uh, family and children uh, shooting like champagne at him while he came walking out of the uh, came walking out of the house or something. But I was just so concerned that he was going to slip on the champagne and hurt his leg again. Like, what <laughs> Could are they you imagine? Doing? <laughs> right. What are they doing to this poor guy? You would think that. I did because you're, like, you're like you're like. You're like the no fun police. Well, because he still had something on his leg, like some sort of, I don't know that it was a, brace. a cast or, or either a brace or maybe like a com- even just a big giant compression thing. Right, right. But he came walking out and they're just um, shooting him with, uh, you know, champagne. Shaking up the bottle and shooting the champagne all It is a like, cool That's moment. getting on the ground. I mean, think about it. The career was over and he might have lost his leg. And here he is back in the NFL with a legit chance to actually play The NBA playoffs get underway today. 